Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about things you might see in the nighttime sky. When you're staring up into the night sky, by far the most common thing you'll see are the stars themselves. But there are many other things you might see up there. Today, I want to take a look at some of the things you might see and how you can tell the difference. But first, I want to thank Hulu Plus for sponsoring this week's podcast. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. You can support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com EE. One of the neat things about stars is that they come in a variety of different colors. A star's color depends upon its temperature. Red stars are cooler than orange stars. And those are cooler than yellow. And those are cooler than white. And the hottest are blue. This is just like when you look at a candle flame. The hottest part of the candle is not the red part, but the white or blue part that you might see closer to the wick. Because of how the Earth's atmosphere seems to make the stars twinkle, it can be hard to tell what their true color is. Since Orion is a constellation that most people are able to locate, the next time you see it, take a look at the star representing his left shoulder. If you look carefully, you'll notice that this star, called Betelgeuse, should have a red tint to it. Compare that to Rigel, the star that represents Orion's right foot, which should have a slight blue tinge to its light. Another common sight in the night sky is the appearance of the other planets in our solar system. Last time, I mentioned several ways to tell the difference between stars and planets, as well as some tips for being able to distinguish between the different planets themselves. However, the biggest clue that the light you see in the sky is a planet and not a star is that planets typically don't twinkle, while stars do. Planets also travel along set paths, rising at predictable times, traveling across the sky close to the same path the sun takes, and then setting again at a predictable time. For more information, see last week's episode. If your timing is right, you might also be fortunate enough to catch a glimpse of the International Space Station zipping around the Earth. The International Space Station, or ISS, is a multi-unit collaborative effort between several different countries, Each component of the station fits together like a set of Lego blocks. The modular design allowed the station to be launched piece by piece starting in 1998. The pieces were then assembled in space, and more pieces are added every year. The final pieces aren't scheduled to be in place until the end of 2013, but the station has already been occupied continuously since the end of the year 2000. Currently, the ISS is about the size of an American football field. The ISS orbits in what is considered a low Earth orbit, which varies between an altitude of about 300 and 400 kilometers each day. The ISS zips around the Earth at about 27,000 kilometers per hour, completing just over 15 complete orbits every day. That's over 11 times faster than an F-16's top speed. The ISS appears in the night sky as a single bright light moving quickly across the sky from west to east. Planes generally appear to be much closer and have several blinking lights, while the ISS will appear as a single bright light moving smoothly and quickly across the sky. If you've ever seen something that you think is the ISS but you're not sure, 
You can use websites such as ISS Tracker to verify the current location of the space station. These sites can also be handy to help you plan when you should head outside to observe the station pass over your area of the world. If you see what appears to be a dim star moving slowly across the sky, you're probably seeing the sunlight reflecting off of a man-made satellite or piece of space debris. Wherever mankind has traveled, you can always find litter. While there are currently tens of thousands of man-made objects floating around the Earth, most of them inactive satellites or pieces of metal discarded from various space missions, only a few hundred of those are visible to the naked eye. Among this pile of space junk are a famous group of satellites called the Iridium Satellite Constellation. The design of these satellites include three highly reflective panels which frequently reflect bright bursts of sunlight down onto the Earth, a phenomenon known as an Iridium Flare. Even though this phenomenon is named for the Iridium satellite, it is the term used to describe when any satellite suddenly appears to flare up before fading back to its normal level of brightness. So if you're staring up into the sky and you catch a glimpse of a dim, moving light about the size of a small star that suddenly gets brighter for a few seconds and then seems to fade away again, it's most likely an Iridium flare, though not necessarily coming from an Iridium satellite. Once again, I'd like to thank Hulu Plus for sponsoring this week's podcast. If you're a fan of staring up into space, you probably like great science fiction shows. And on Hulu Plus, you can catch full season runs of shows like Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek The Next Generation. That's seven complete seasons of watching your favorites like Captain Picard, Commander Riker, Wesley Crusher, Data, and more. Fighting Borg, Klingon, Ferengi, and every other alien between Earth and the edge of the galaxy. Anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. You can support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to huluplus.com slash ee. So now you know some of the cool things you're likely to see in the night sky. Of course, there are lots of other things floating around in space. Quasars, pulsars, globular clusters, comets, binary stars, and nebula, to name a few. Who knows? If you look carefully enough, you might just see a UFO. The universe is a big place. Next week, we'll take a look at what brought my family and I outside in the first place, meteor showers. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash QDTEinstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Till next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.